0: Hey, stupid nerds, uh, download the uh, Boogie Monster with, with Kyle Canane and Dave Stone. So you can find out uh, what happened
1: to Frankenstein and the Wolfman and all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or the important things.
2: The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. There's
1: a lot of meat on it. Yeah more meat on these bones. <laughs> oh god. Um I started the recorder, Dave. Oh, did you? Normally I try and catch us <laughs> in a non-sequitur,
2: but I don't even have I don't even have. Well, that should never be that. too hard. I don't even have the It's a lot of non- I can't even say it. A lot of non-sequiturs between uh, our conversations. You're drinking a big Red Bull. I'm drinking I'm 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 I'm, I'm slow today, man. You're slow. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm groggy. It's early. This is early for us. Yeah, we're hitting, what, about 1230 yeah. in the p.m.? <laughs> That's early for us, as people listen, I, who have been at work since 6 a.m. I a.
1: only finally got out of bed and like, I have to be on the road by 2. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm, uh, I was chasing it down
2: last night. Oh, yeah? Did you get into it? Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah i just what'd you uh, do i don't know I just drank the vodkas
2: yeah the vodkas yeah and that uh i went, went ahead and got the best of me what are you doing with the vodkas now you doing vodka soda i was having that i was having
1: uh screwdrivers Ooh, i like but, a good screwdriver yeah but came home and it was just 3 30 in the morning really playing bad guitar yeah like, like Almost in an interpretive way, like not even trying to make chords or fine notes, just letting sounds happen around
2: yeah. me. Yeah, I just did that with your drums. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Sometimes you just want to be in a,
1: a create your own sound bath. Uh huh. You know, which is what that's why. I, so I went and got an MRI for my knees. Uh huh. And it's have you ever had an MRI? I don't think so. I think you'd remember. Yeah. It's a giant machine.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Is it like the CAT scan type machine? Yeah,
1: But it's real loud. They gave me earplugs. Okay. And it was the closest thing I could think to like, oh, this is what an alien abduction would feel like. Ah. You lay down and the shelf that you're on slowly goes into this giant circular machine and it's like there's clanging sounds, which is weird. We're like, oh, technology usually doesn't have hard clanging sounds like a steam engine. Yeah. You know, like oh no, this is all this is made out of plastic. GE, I see the big GE. Should logo. be that mechanical. And there's digital buttons, yeah. And you think like whirring sounds, I could see that, and like mechanically, like, but like 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 it threw a rod halfway through or yeah. something, and it was just clanging around. But I still I found it very soothing. Hmm. It's like you can't move. I'm like, okay, that's a good experiment to try and like perfectly still. Also, I'm very comfortable in enclosed spaces. Like me op- too. Like it's like the opposite. Of claustrophobia,
2: yeah, I'm that way. I think living in the van taught me to just yeah. be comfortable, you know in a closet
1: when, yeah once my once I'm limited, I can't toss and turn mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I can't do that okay then i'm then I'm comfortable now, and so I was very comfortable in the yeah. MRI uh how long, how long were you in there? <clears throat> it was fifteen minutes each knee, so I think I was in there, yeah I was in there for a little over a half hour. It takes them fifteen minutes to figure that out for this imaging for. Whatever goes on, a, a clasp went around my knee, each one when they were fo- uh, photographing it. And then you know, I didn't open my eyes and feel a need to stare into whatever was looking through my flesh at the time.
2: Now, keep in mind, before I say this, I know nothing about medical equipment and medical technology. <laughs> <laughs> But that seems kind of archaic. Like, if you think about our technology now, where everything (coughs) is just such a nanosecond away, the fact that uh, something as high tech as an MRI that could achieve something like that and give you that much info still, A, takes that long, and B, like you said, clanks around.
1: Well, maybe they got a deal on old machines. (laughs) Just seems like they could,
2: some laser could just do something or some just take a picture of your knee and boom in in 30 seconds well, they know what's wrong I with mean, it. I
1: mean that's an x, x x-rays are quick like that yeah. but this is to detect soft tissue. This hmm. is to see what you know what's going on with the cartilage and if I have a tear like an ACL or a meniscus mm. tear or whatever the look of what. So did you get the diagnosis? I'm supposed to find out today. Okay. So you a cliffhanger. Wow. Next week's Buggy monster. <laughs> well, There's good luck with how that, much man. Much cartilage do I have left in my knees? You're still, uh, you're still on that cane. Yeah, it's not fun, man. I don't, I don't like it. I'm supposed to go to New York tomorrow. I don't want uh, to. The walking city. Yeah, big walking city. A lot of stairs. Yeah, what, how are you going to navigate that? I'm just going to take it easy. I'm just going to go to a lot of uh, g- ground level businesses. Uh huh. A lot of taxis. Yeah, a lot of taxis and a lot of stuff that's just right there, level with the sidewalk. Okay. Best restaurant in the world It's up second floor <laughs> Next time Sorry next Oh man time.
2: It's a bummer man It's a bummer to be disabled <clears throat> I know that's an obvious statement But well, we, we take it for healthy Able-bodied people Take it for granted Until something like this happens Yeah And well, and and you
1: know, and your your mom is a mm-hmm. Shining example of somebody Who doesn't let her get her down I'm sitting there moping I'm Because my foot doesn't work For a little while like, yeah. I need to be A little more brave about things
2: Yeah I think though she, she also has had time to Time to deal with it Whereas, you know, yeah. when you're just When you're an extreme athlete like yourself I
1: look like a real rad
2: dude Yeah, when you're a rad dude And you're jumping bikes off of uh, rocks and stuff And then and then the next day, boom, you're hobbled You I, know, it's, it, it takes some getting used to
1: My my radicalness has been Neutered from me right now And I don't know how to process How do I scratch that itch Yeah, That extreme itch that I have From oh, being man. like a rad dude <laughs> so, yeah, and it's quite the dilemma, Kyle. I know. I appreciate. I'm glad you uh, uh, synthesize. Mm. So we got in. Well, what let's. We can address stuff. Somebody
2: said we didn't have food on the last one. Well, we don't. We're not obligated to have a recipe. Every we but haven't done a recipe. Honest, on this everyone. is more
1: of a food pod. Well, yeah, I know.
2: But uh, but dude, we didn't
1: even talk about food.
2: you talked about KFC.
1: Oh, you get... Yeah, maybe it was the one before that we didn't get. Yeah, maybe not. The one before that, we were both
2: space-brained. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know that one. Dude, I
1: treated myself... Well, no, this is still a tail end of that, like, of all the gout food I was eating Mm -hmm. while my
2: folks were in town. I got crab legs. Oh. Is that... That's not a gout food. That shouldn't be. Shellfish. Shellfish is is gouty? Yeah. Man, I love crab legs. I used to not give a shit about crab legs. When I was a younger man, because I felt like it was too much. Yeah, the, the old standard complaint is too much work for too little. No, nah, yeah. but you get into it. You get good at it. Eating a crab leg is an art in and of itself.
1: It's it's a reward. Mm-hmm. Like, look what I did to get this food. It's yeah. the closest thing some people will be to be, becoming hunters, Yeah, I think, is, oh, i got to dig in there a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Conceptually, it's strange. Uh-huh. It's you know it's the opposite of eating a rib because the bones in the middle of a rib and this you have ah. gotta break the bones to get inside to get to that tasty tasty meat. I never thought of it that way, Kyle. Yeah. Let's go let's go get reverse ribs and people are like, what are you titling? Like, What's well, crab legs?
2: Did you see that? Uh, there was some video going around. It could be thirty years old for all I know, but it's <laughs> going around in my head uh, of uh, he shot Kennedy of a crab. Walking along the beach And then he just I guess he had a bum arm And he just ripped it off Threw it on the ground And kept moving Ooh, that's, Badass crab That's cold blood Yeah I don't need this Can they do, They don't regenerate limbs Do they? Or do they? Maybe that's why he did it Now I'd grow another one
1: Maybe there's only like Five crabs out there And all these All you can eat crab leg nights <laughs> Are just these crabs Working
2: hard they're <laughs> just working hard Or maybe that was his protest. <laughs> hey, you, well, oh, yeah, eat this one, asshole. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> but, yeah, it was an awesome video. Just some video. I it, never saw it. Yeah, it's like uh, somebody's filming it on their iPhone or something, probably six feet away. Yeah. And the crab's just walking on the beach and just pff, rips his arm off, throws it down, keeps moving. Or maybe maybe he doesn't even throw it down. Maybe he hangs onto it. But he totally rips his arm off. I'm going to use this later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we are talking... Uh, Before you hit record, about my new fancy computer, yeah, I'm very excited about. Dave's plugged in now. Oh man, I haven't had a computer in a year and a half. But anyway, uh, I got I got a MacBook Pro, (coughs) and uh, if this one gets stolen, Jesus Christ, hell to pay. Oh man, I want to. Get, oh, What'd you, did you do you have
1: it in a backpack or something? I was in a van.
2: Yeah, yeah. Somebody broke in A year and a half ago. Broke into the van, stole, stole my backpack with all kind of goodies in it. And was it right.
1: How many days before you got totaled by a drunk driver? Uh,
2: literally the day before. Oh, jeez. Literally man. the day before, and then the next day, the van got totaled. And uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but Apple gives you these dumb stickers. Okay. Yeah. Just little window decals about the size of a mm-hmm. crab apple, of a smallish, you know, yeah. their, their logo. What am I supposed to do with those? People, well, I don't care about your. St- I don't want. You don't, but for some people, that's
1: like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Mac person. Man,
2: that seems it, a little pretentious. It's a
1: sports sticker for nerds. Is that what it is? That's my take on it. <sighs> it's not like bragging about it, but it's like, well, like if I get. Uh, Bike stickers Uh Like, oh, I ride this kind of bike You're kind of just waving your flag Hmm. To the other people into stuff out there I don't know, I don't get the computer Like, yeah, we all have one of these things Like, I don't feel pride, it's a tool It's like saying I have this kind of microwave
2: Yeah, exactly That's why I'm having trouble with it Because part of me understands what you're saying As far as like, okay, I'm not into sports I'm not into bands, boom, this is what I'm into I'm going to still put something on the back of my car But like, Yeah. yeah, it's an appliance It's it's, That's
1: how I view it. Some people, know it. some people with gaming computers, I think probably put hmm. the stickers up there and be like, "Oh, look, I'm a gamer." I think maybe at, at a certain point in time, maybe the Mac sticker meant like, "Oh, I'm an, I'm a designer. Like, I'm an artist with computers instead of an accountant." Yeah, maybe I.
2: But yeah, it's like I I wouldn't put a if I got a new Samsung DVD player, I wouldn't put, of course. That's ironic that I'm going backwards with technology. Like, I, would, I, I don't put I don't talk about what VHS tapes I'm watching. Double cassette deck playing boombox right there. <laughs> but seriously, like I don't know, just seems weird. And they give me like four of them. Yeah, no, I, the, all the Apple stuff comes with those, and I think it's just
1: it's free advertising bumper sticker. Like anytime that is, it's just free advertising. Well, of course, for someone to think like even though like oh, but I identify with it. Like you're, it's so why not? You can make stickers for cheap. And they fit the aesthetic of your computer. It's like a simple white apple, and somebody might might put it somewhere that just is free advertising for you. I could see why you'd put them. Yeah, in. I see why it just seems. I, I wouldn't put them on anything, but I could see why someone at Apple's like put some stickers in there.
2: Pretty arbitrary. I'm gonna start making bumper stickers for other arbitrary. Just chicken. Just have a bumper sticker that just says chicken.
1: You could probably just get. I bet there's a sticker that like is just a chicken. I mean, I'm sure you probably have to yeah. go to like a, a
2: children's store. Or just a piece of fried what? chicken, a fried drumstick. No, no text, no font. Just, just a brown piece of chicken. That's just put that be, on the back of my van. It's
1: gonna be like a lot lizard type of thing. <laughs> what do you uh, mean? Like, remember when that you can get the the cat's head? Like you get them in the quarter machines at the grocery uh-huh, store. I do stickers. remember those. There's like a glittery cat's head. Yeah, what is that? What did those mean? Well, I, the, what I was told before meant lot, if you had it on your truck then you're like, well, "All right, if you're a hooker." Truck drivers hook into them. Interesting. Lot lizards, yeah. So I th- that's what I heard was the origin of those stickers was kind of a little wave in the flag to be like, "Ladies this way." Interesting. What's banging my stinky <laughs> uh, dormitory <laughs> attached to this engine?
2: Oh man. We should start our own little Secret codes of stickers. I mean... Just chicken just means, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, I want to eat. If you got some chicken, I want to eat some. Bring some chicken over here. Real secret codes.
1: <laughs> Bring some chicken over here. Somebody just knocked on your van while you were sleeping with a bucket of chicken. Would you, would you eat it if somebody just knocked on, on
2: it? Probably. Dude, I'd be so easy to poison. Like, I just, yeah. I'll i eat anything. I'm poison myself.
1: Yeah. I think I'm just eating stuff. Like, why'd you do that? Story of my life. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Why did you do? How's your your, your ke- 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 keto
2: klepto diet going? What? You okay? <laughs> gave up on that? <laughs> I didn't give up on it. I just I hit some road it bumps. Gave up on you? No, I, I hit a few speed bumps. <laughs> I'm gonna get back. I got to get back into it. You hit a couple of fried chicken shaped yeah. speed bumps. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm I'm about to about to really take it to the next level.
0: I was gonna say with, with my focus. Uh, you were over
1: here one night drinking beers and everything. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't think Dave's. I don't think it's part of his diet. Yeah, just, just punching down into a bag of tortilla chips and drinking
2: beers. My, I blame it on my friends. I do that with Singer a lot too. I'll I'll proclaim to him, oh, i have gone cold turkey, and then well, four days later, you know, I'm, I'm I'm drinking the beer and then thinking, why ain't he saying anything to me? <laughs> my friends don't care. <laughs> No one's holding me to nothing. Freedom, freedom of choice. <laughs> I man. blame it on
1: y'all. <laughs> uh, sure no, there's but, a larger government metaphor
2: to that. Like,
1: well, someone else is supposed to stop me from hurting myself true. like this.
2: Um, you know why I've hit a few speed bumps Ooh, with it?
1: Because eh, food's
2: delicious. Well, that too, and uh, I, uh, I haven't talked about this yet. But I'm I'm in between... Breaking story. I'm in between places. Yeah. So uh, I'm... uh, Remember how when I went on tour, I was living in the van? Yeah. I'm not on tour anymore, but... You're living in the van. You know. I'm in in between... I got... uh, I moved out of Ryan's place because it was right before I left, and uh, I was going to be gone for like six weeks. Mm -hmm. And then like right when I would have gotten or did get back, at the time that I got back... Kind of the lease was up, and I had to re-sign a new lease, and I got a better deal that I'm kind of working on across town that hasn't I don't, quite developed yet. I don't need but, any uh, excuses, dude. I know, it's I know, okay. but uh, it's okay. You know, it's uh, I feel like I'm keeping a secret because well, I've, I've been living in the van for like uh, two and a half months. That's all right, yeah, man. But that's why you can't be on a diet. Well, <laughs> it's uh, it's I'm, I'm trying to get re. Reacclimated uh, to my uh, oh. to my routine and without having uh, access to cooking.
1: Oh yeah, you can't. I don't just. have a
2: kitchen, so I'm having to eat a lot of uh, how to eat out a lot and then eat just like I got a cooler. So yeah. I've been uh, I've been doing like a lot of turkey sandwiches, cold foods. You can have Yeah, your cold cuts. I have my cold foods, but then it's a race against the clock with the ice and it melting. I had some eggs. I had some uh, hard boiled eggs in there. And then the ice melted, and then they stayed in there for like three days. Oh, no. But it was still kind of cold. I ate those.
1: Hard-boiled eggs, I mean, they're cooked already.
2: It's true. But I, I was kind of pushing it with that. But
1: uh, I always push it. But Again, it's like being an extreme athlete, but with your food. Kinda that's true, man. Limits.
2: That's true. But, yeah, so it's been an interesting time. Uh, when you're on the road, living in the van's no big deal, because it's just like, ah, I'm, yeah. I'm on tour, it's a different town, every city. But now I've been back for a few weeks, and it's... Uh, Man, just neighborhood watch every night. Just just hanging out. I, I'll find looking like... Looking out the window at, at, yeah. at, at weirdos. Oh, yeah. Any weirdos? Oh, yeah. All kind of weirdos. Because, and I haven't really gotten into this, uh, even the current situation, but even the, the previous two and a half years. But there's an art to like where you should park. People yeah. don't understand, like if you live in a RV or a van or something, like can't just, you can't just park anywhere. Yeah. You know, you can't... Uh, during the day, you can park in a grocery store parking lots There's and stuff laws like that. For even the lawless, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so you like you got to find the right spot. You got to find the right neighborhood. I can't park in Beverly Hills because I'm going to stick out because people are going to be like, hey. What's this weirdo doing in this van? Just and let, the,
1: like put a pool guy sign on the side. I've
2: thought about that. I've thought about like <coughs> – well, that was what was great about the white van, the old cargo van, because it did look like a nondescript yeah. just work van. And I thought about putting uh, some magnets, you know, yeah. J&B plumbing or something on there just so – because the whole point with that was to be Real. stealth. Real <laughs> sneaky. <laughs> but um so anyway, and you can't park you know, you can park in a real crappy part of town. I could park downtown on Skid Row yeah. and no you know, no one would care, but then you then it's a dangerous, obviously a dangerous environment. Yeah, yeah. People breaking in, stealing shit and all kind of stuff. So you gotta you gotta find uh decent neighborhoods. Like uh decent neighborhoods and then like kind of the industrial part of town. You know the part of the neighborhood. Meaning like not right in front of someone's house or someone's apartment. Yeah. But like, you know where vehicles r- can remain for a while. Exactly. Like un-
1: unpestered.
2: Yeah. So uh, every night, oh, I, just, I just sit. I just sit in the driver's seat. Well, sometimes I'll sit. I got one seat. I've converted the whole inside of this dumb minivan. I know some of your seats are still it, it, here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to hold on to my seats. I got van
1: seats. That's one of those things. You ever wonder, like, how'd somebody just get van seats without having a van? I know now.
2: Oh. I got some van seats oh, You're a good friend, Kyle
1: I, Hey, I was <laughs> using the space <laughs> should bring them down here We should record from the van seats Or maybe that's just rubbing it into you too much <laughs> No, like, I, I got, don't care I'm sick of this feeling
2: <laughs> But uh, what was I saying? Anyway, so I got one seat uh, the, the very I left one seat It's uh, yeah. the very back passenger side seat So I'll sit completely blacked out With my curtains and everything yeah, in the dark, and I'll uh, I'll leave. I have a uh, windshield visor that I'll put up at night when I go to sleep. That way, with the uh, I got these yeah. custom curtains and the windshield visor, and it's completely dark, blacked out in there. Are they custom because <laughs> your van didn't have curtains in it, so you put some curtains up? Was that why? It's yeah, cut? yeah, they're custom. No, I had them. I had them uh, made to order. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I had them made to order. Oh, legit
1: custom. Yeah, oh, oh, Le- all right. legit
2: custom. Uh, yeah, seriously. Tape some old so, T-shirts to the window. <laughs> well, I have done that in the past. I used to, I used to string hoodies along the handrails, kind of drape them so it'd be like a curtain. And then I was like, why well, don't just go get some, you know, curtains? Go and treat yourself on some custom curtains for your home. <laughs> but it is fun. I still haven't made my point. It's not a good point, but uh, <laughs> it's my point. You gotta know where you put. Uh, I will sit in that rear passenger seat, deep into the van, yeah. third third row seat. And then uh, behind me and to the sides are completely blacked out. And then with just, <laughs> just the windshield exposed. Um, and then at night, I'll just sit and I'll, I'll listen to podcasts or I'll do some research or yeah. do whatever. But like 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm just sitting and I'm watching. Like a little movie screen. Yeah, watching the little area that's uh, of my perspective there and uh, still, still waiting to see some real creepy shit. I think this is when I'm going to see some black-eyed children or yeah. some men in black. But uh, it's interesting. I'm out... I'm experiencing uh, a real mundane part of uh, of the world that most people don't experience. The nighttime. The nighttime. Yeah. Just out in them streets in the nighttime. I like that. I like that. I like
1: that. Yeah, when you find yourself like, oh, the bars are closed, or something like I've been jet lagged before. It's mm-hmm. five in the morning. I guess I'll just go for a walk. I can't sleep.
2: Yeah. It's a real eerie time. I do that a lot too, coyotes. by the way. You see the coyotes. I love. Try not to incriminate myself here. I love creeping around in the middle of the night. I well, do that that's a lot. A weird sentence to say. <laughs> Two or for, three for o'clock not in the morning trying to incriminate yourself? No, my, I'm not doing anything. I'm not. I, I got no ill intentions, but I do operate like a cat burglar or a criminal, just lurking, lurking around in odd hours <laughs> of the night for no reason. just yeah. peeking around tree trunks, <laughs> hiding under picnic tables. Fortunately, I'm using my powers for good. <clears throat> you know. But I do. I do a lot of creeping and a lot of lurking. I like how your powers that you're using are just you're awake. No, but <laughs> I'm I'm a guy out there. Literally, I creep around neighborhoods. But uh, but you're trying to creep on the creepers. Doing no harm. Yeah. Doing no harm. I'm not here to justice. I'm just bored. Well, yeah, that too. Bored oh,
1: justice. Dave Stone story. Somebody's got to do it. Bored justice. <laughs> You're going to become – did you watch that movie, like the guy who can't stop seeing UFOs or whatever it's called? <laughs> no. It's on Netflix. I got this call, like the guy cursed with seeing UFOs. It's some guy up in Monterey.
2: Is it a movie or a documentary? Documentary. Oh, really?
1: This guy, he's, he's a wild character, but he just always is – he's always recording them. And they are legitimate, like three light triangle shapes in the sky that move together that are far too large to be an aircraft. And he's always seeing them. And he's out to lunch. The dude is out to lunch. But it seems like you're going to be like him. Like he just kind of wanders around Monterey,
2: driving around at night with his video cameras, and he always sees stuff. It's a weird lifestyle, man. I used to do this in the first run of the van. Yeah. Just two and a half years of just, just sitting and staring at shit. People walking home from the bars, they just see this guy sitting in the driver's seat of a parked van. Yeah, people all the time. Are like, what's this guy doing? They're right to do that. Yeah, that's true. I mean,
1: I know you, so I know you're harmless. Mm-hmm. But if, oh, just a guy. Whenever somebody's just sitting in their car and not on their phone, like mm-hmm. what? I've I've had to do that. I got a parking ticket while I was sleeping in my car once. I thought mm. that was a dick move.
2: Yeah, just wake me up. And tell I, me I, to see, move. I
1: pulled over at a meter. I, was like, I just had to kill time between something, so i was nodded off. Like, you could have just tapped on my window. Yeah, It'd been cool. But look, I'm asking meter mates to be cool. Yeah. It's inherently not a cool thing. Like, you never, you never, like, I'm a cool person. Also, I write parking tickets.
2: I know everybody's got to okay. have a job, but man, that's, mm, find another job. <clears throat> Just writing chicken shit tickets. You're vultures. Just, ugh. You're vultures. I've gotten so many bullshit. I got a ticket one time. I wasn't parked in the red. I was parked in where I should have been yeah. parked, but my bumper was too close to the red. Because apparently the law is like it's got to be six inches. You got to be six inches into your spot oh, when you're parking on the street. Fuck that. My, it- I was in my spot, but instead of six inches away, I was like two inches from the red. I got a ticket for that. You no. chicken shit dumbass.
1: That sounds fake. That's, no. That sounds like when the state's running out
2: of money. Like,
0: oh,
1: of right, course. Start writing tickets for everything. Oh, yeah.
2: They're just fundraisers. In L.A., just <coughs> terrible. Oh, you know what they do? I used to dodge those. I used to not pay my parking tickets. Well, that never works. But, right. uh, yeah, when you go to – I did that with the i
1: in Chicago where you drive through the toll. I'm like, they yeah. can't see. Yeah. <laughs> I tickets. I like $500 worth the ticket.
2: And they tack it on to your vehicle registration when you go to renew your registration oh, every year. Oh, so that's how they do. So this year I got a, <laughs> I got a healthy registration. Oh god. So yeah man. Dave. So if you need anything, you know, if you need any uh, reconnaissance work, if you need me to spy on someone, I'm thinking about just starting like a like a, a, a good guy A team. Well, <laughs> the A team were good you guys. you be your
1: own spy agency. <laughs> yeah. Random vigilante work. <laughs> uh, you need me to rough somebody up? I could do that. I can cast a pretty scary impression on people. Also willing to uh, still doing the cooking thing. Still got biscuits out there. Biscuits and fried chicken. Can still do that. A lot of skills. You're like the bodyguard. You're the bodyguard that a woman falls in love with. Because you're like, after she gets scared by a stalker and you save her, then you make her breakfast in the morning. She's like, oh, I've never been so scared. Like, shh, shh. Diana, you're safe now. And you lay her in bed, and then you just stay up all night guarding the house, and then you make a wicked as tits breakfast. Oh, and man. she's like, "This guy, I've been flaunting around town, yeah. with it, with these posh actor boys. I needed some. I need somebody with a little meat on their bones.
2: Ladies, take note. Dave gonna protect you. I'll treat you right. And Dave gonna scare off everyone around you." <laughs>
1: Oh man. See ya yeah, man, it's that's I'm Dave's single site. It's Dinder. It's Dave Tinder. I'm a man, a strong man, cook food, keep you alive. Call me.
2: <laughs> oh boy, that's funny. Oh man, when you really lay it out there, I'm a real dipshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what
2: i was saying no no for me like once, once it's all mapped out boy yeah what a fucking goober but yeah it's what i'm doing right now man just lurking around living in a van it's not permanent this time this time like last time i i thought thought it was permanent Like, <laughs> no this is it <laughs> this is uh 20 years uh, not good with real structures <laughs> But yeah, no, I got, I'm going to get out soon. I got, I got, I got something You're coming up. You're doing fine, yeah, so. man. You work at your own <laughs> speed. Uh. Nobody judging you but yourself. <laughs> uh, what else going on, buddy? Should we get into
1: it? <sighs> yeah, I don't have any foodstuffs or anything exciting. I've been laid up
2: all week hobbling, I? so I got nothing. I think I'm all hungover today. Oh, man, I doubled Real back Mart. and got those leftovers from Gus's. We were talking about that last oh, week. Oh yeah, you
1: almost forgot to take that piece oh, I, of chicken.
2: I, I did. I left. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I circled back
1: <laughs> two minutes later. Oh man, I forgot that chicken. I I pulled away, but I'll drive back. I'll I'll turn around.
2: Turning around but for one some piece of chicken and mac and cheese, leftover Gus's. I don't have any food stuff uh, this week. Let's let's get into – this is a continuation of last week's episode. Yeah, I realized last week we were talking about
1: uh, – you did research, but I was <coughs> really caught off guard. I thought I could bullshit through that one a little bit better, but I was not good at it. Thinking about it, though, since last week, I was kind of thinking, like, what if New World Order – like, what if it is basically angels but for conspiracy theorists? Like, for people like, well, I don't know what happened angels did it or like or like jesus like that's the mysterious thing that okay that explains away the unexplainable and so a conspiracy theory is like no man it's a shadow government that's why this is all happening because it's too sad or depressing to believe that our elected officials are still just dipshit human beings who on the scale of intelligence are only mildly more intelligent than the rest of the people and they're in charge of all our lives yeah which is very well may be the reality, but how depressing is that.
2: Yeah. That's a great point. Just just sort of vague. Yeah. You know
1: We every time there's an election, we just pick the shiniest asshole and then that's the end of it. Yeah. I would rather there be a secret society. Just blame it even on good them. Good
2: or bad. Like I wanna know somebody else is in charge. And you don't and it doesn't have to make sense, you know, the same yeah. way you know. A loving God would let terrible, terrible shit happen. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know? we just have to explain it away. Yeah, I'll get that. All right. Mm. Well, we brought up some questions last week. Yes. And we were talking about how was the, the families. Also, kind of a uniquely American idea, the New World Order. Perhaps that uh, maybe because the United States is the newest superpower mm-hmm. in, the, in the global uh, regime Was that maybe does that make sense that does make sense cuz we're by, country, by yeah. far
2: the youngest superpower i was yeah. trying to think what's a younger country in general i'm sure there's been the way countries kind of changed the way the oh, yeah. ukraine but like as far as a big uh, like a superpower obviously by far the youngest right
1: i've i would think so cuz i mean what are the other ones you got russia Ch- china russia china the english empire mm-hmm. know, yeah so i think it's Maybe it arose with that, like, like okay, well, we're new and we gotta have, like, oh, I don't know. oh
2: God, I'm so hungover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> look, get, look, you got, you brought in some new info, some new intel.
2: Yeah, just, uh, well, I mean, it's such a vague concept, the new world order. Okay, it's a shadow government. Okay, it's a, it's the elite, yeah. you know, run the the world. Right in front of our faces But we don't even realize it Well,
0: mm-hmm.
2: let's talk about Like Okay And I'm I'm on board With the concept Of a new world order Yeah Closer or further Just into it front, Oh into it oh, Okay gotcha There we go Like that yeah. Still learning how to use These microphones But I farted on the exercise <laughs> ball And it made a little Silly <laughs> echoing sound Yeah <laughs> And by the way, I'm uh, a lot of the stuff, a lot of these topics that we present, you know, we're, we kind of have mixed uh, whether yeah. or not we, we buy into them. I'm 100 percent on board I don't agree with it, but I'm on board with the concept of, yes, there is I think an that, elite. Yeah, there's somebody else pulling the, pulling the string. Yeah, it ain't all what we think it is. So anyway, and it all filters back to global depopulation. -hmm. There's simply too many people, and we're running out of resources. And the elite want to have their their version of a utopia, which would be a dystopia for everybody else involved. Yeah, but uh, so they you know they got to get rid of a lot of people. (coughs) We talked about this before, but seven billion people on the planet now, seven billion and change, they want to get it down to like a third of that. So. We gotta, they gotta get rid of four or five mil- billion people.
1: But this, and I, this is not something I agree with. But I could imagine them sitting there looking at like just poverty-stricken countries where just everybody's just in poverty, living in shame, just being like, just get rid of it. Exactly. Like just get rid of all those people.
2: Well, not only get rid of the you know impoverished countries and, and their citizens, but the New World Order is the one that put them there. All right. So how they how they're implementing this depopulation well that first one unsustainable international development you got all these third world countries that okay we're going to they're going to use their resources they're going to exploit these countries for their resources that they yeah. may have african countries middle eastern countries but as far as the society get rid of them we don't need them and how are they doing that famine starvation stuff like that yeah. so like i mean I was reading something the other day in the Congo. They're having a genocide. Did you hear about that? Like it never gets reported they're on. They're, <laughs> they're having a genocide. They're having a genocide. a Beach party. <laughs> what y'all doing this weekend? I, I, yeah, if you got no plans Saturday, we're thinking about having a genocide over at the place. There's genocide going on in the Congo, and it mm-hmm. never even makes the news. Like, there's, there's, oh yeah, there's, nobody cares enough about <laughs>
1: those issues. Those don't because those don't affect how do they affect people here how do they make people
2: care here yeah and by this is a, this is a sidetrack real quick but all right talking about third world countries and starvation and famine this isn't i've never heard a politician speak of this all right mm-hmm. but it's it seems pretty simple if and i don't know the exact stats but there are populations giant populations in africa for example and mm-hmm. in, in other parts of the world but in africa they're they're just starving to death Mm -hmm. You see the commercials every day, the the charitable commercials. Can we get those people to stop procreating, or at least stop procreating as much? I've never heard anybody speak of this. Can we teach them birth control?
1: Got a little uh, pushback when you mentioned that before. Did I mention this before? Uh, Yeah, I think it's. it's What's the pushback? Simple. I think a lot of it is rape. I think a lot of it is you know. Yeah Okay well that yes It's sexual abuse and rape that happens A lot of it is They don't have access to that kind of stuff And it's the one free thing that feels good
0: Mm Mm-hmm
2: well, if they don't have access to it, that's my point. Why? Yeah. How, how, how about we step in and, and give them access to birth control, to condoms, whatever? Not that might not be their culture either. They might not. I'm just saying, <laughs> what good is it to procreate if that kid is going to be born and immediately starve to death? How about we stop having kids? I've,
1: I don't think it's viewed that way. I've, I don't think it's always the woman's choice to be pregnant. There, I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of right type of places that will, uh, you know. It, the uh, s- female circumcision, just okay. strictly so they can't feel pleasure Ugh. during during sex. Like that's the type of culture okay. you're dealing with. Well, then so that's a think, great point. I don't think there's too concerned about the poverty and all these other issues when just the the conditions, the societal conditions with with how women are treated. Like I don't think it's also like well, don't forget to wear a condom. I think it's like well, let's hope that these roving. Death squads, these roving military death squads, don't rape all of us.
2: Okay, well, we need to yeah. obviously address that as
1: well. No, there are absolute horrors happening over there, but it doesn't affect anybody here. Uh huh. So it's not of all the things to get upset about in the world and take action. Unfortunately, that's something that's not impacting anybody
2: here. So Watching not, little kids starve to death should should. It's happening here. It's happening <laughs> in this country. So, it's know, terrible. That,
1: that, that, that's a conservative argument all the time. was like, well, when are we taking care of what's happening here first? Taking care of what's happening here. When does We're all argument, human beings. Yeah. When does that argument become about Earth and not yeah. America? Yeah. <laughs> when, if, 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 when we find other civilizations out there. We're all
2: human One of the slogans I hate the most God bless America. Uh, yeah, I get it. Patriotism. How about God bless the world? Yeah. We're, we're all we're humans. humans. We're all. On the God, same team
1: God Yeah well God chose America. Well actually I think God chose England first Well didn't he No I think God chose England.
2: It's like, That like The God argument's A turd on a plate uh, <laughs> So anyway Alright Didn't mean to get off on that But like it just seems so And I I honestly don't think about Like the horror You know the the Non-consensual side yeah, Of those pregnancies This
1: was the This was the analogy I was making too Like talk about God bless America Like America right now Cause obviously like There's too much in the news To even comment Like of what shit fires happening now he's blocking out press from his conferences it's like america was the college star that was hot shit and got signed to the nba for like an amazing contract and we're at that point now where first season of however many millions of dollars and all the promise in the world <clears throat> and uh we just uh, broke our ankle and probably won't play again. <laughs> like that, like it's like, look, coming out of the gate, and we're real cocky about yeah. it. We're the fucking best, and oh, no, we are
2: fallible, and we've proven so with what's happening now. I wish I knew more about other cultures. Uh, that could just be the end of the sentence there. <laughs> Enough to know, like, I get the concept of, like, national pride, but do you think yeah. other... Like people in China, are they swinging their dick around the way Americans are? Like, yeah, we're the best. Or uh, Russia? Like, I know they all well, have their own quirks, the but like
1: government, I think is like you know, like look how strong we are as uh-huh. a country. Is why manufacturing? They just put everybody to work. Just be uh, industrial, strong economy. We were talking about that before. Like how Olympics are so important to some countries. Mm-hmm. Like that's still the representation of the world. Like, yeah, it's our strongest. Athletes.
2: But just this, America's the best. I've never been anywhere else, but America's the best. Like, Don't get me wrong. I like the freedoms that we're afforded here in America, but just this blind, we're number one. Are we? Are we number one? A lot of people that don't have passports love saying that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, How are they going to implement this depopulation? Like I said, they're going to exploit and uh, exterminate third world countries via... Famine, starvation, yeah. and forcing that famine and starvation as far as withholding and just – it's just the systems in play to just – people can't win. You can't win. Yeah. You're born in some third world country. Jeez. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, so. Another one is war and the causation of war, both like standard boots on the ground, invasions, but also like nuclear. I mean just war is going to be – Wars has always been around. People profit from it, not obviously financially, these corporations profit from from it. yeah, but the <coughs> feeds new world
1: order Elitism. yeah, the New world order
2: is profiting it's profiting from it as far as carrying out their depopulation agenda you know every time yeah. people you're going to lose numbers anytime there's a war. so it's it's in their best interests, both financially and population wise to always be at war. And a lot of these uh families we talked about last week uh which one is it maybe the Rothschilds or Rothschild <laughs> maybe it was Morgan probably all of them but a, a common tactic is uh, they would they would fund both sides of the war just oh, really so yeah. you can make money everywhere. Yeah, I'm going to sell weapons and supplies and fund That's... both sides and I and yeah, not I'm just selling... Yeah, the US has
1: sold weapons to everyone. Yeah.
2: Alright, so war is a big one. Uh the creation and spread of infectious disease. That's a huge yeah. one, you know. Um
1: whatever happened with these scares like, like uh Zika and everything that they finally got under control? But like I wonder if that was any part of it. Just them
2: testing it out. I mean to me this might be the scariest of them all is because it's it's a silent killer. You know, war is one thing and it's terrible, but it's you know, you're aware that it's going on, yeah. but like the I fact that like didn't even make a fart joke when you said silent killer. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but just the the fact that there could be viruses, just that could just w- plagues that could just wipe yeah. out huge populations, just Biological like that. Biological warfare. Oh my gosh! That's why when nine eleven <clears throat> happened, uh, living in Atlanta at the time, like Atlanta was very nervous because of the CDC. Oh, if I mean, think got about there and
1: just. Yeah, plucked out whatever they got in there.
2: I don't know if it's as simple as just dropping a bomb on it, like like it's just a bunch of little animals that, that get free. But like, yeah. I don't know, like all the different diseases and viruses that are in that place. Imagine that's where you work. Yeah, how scary! Like how many, stressful that would How many would be. hand sanitizers are around that place? My God. There's dry hands. just pumping that yeah. hand sanitizer every second. And I know there's, you know, they got them contained and there's procedures, but still, just like, oh, where I work, there's viruses that could wipe out. I wonder, if, the uh, yeah, globe. I wonder
1: if they're like, listen, have some courtesy if you're coming down with sniffles, don't come into the office, all right? Because that can affect anybody. Anybody, we got a virus AIDS and we got a virus Zika and we got, a- don't oh. come in here with the sniffles because that's dangerous.
2: So those are some ways that they're currently seeking out their agenda. Is uh, yeah, war and unsustainable developments. Just uh,
1: but it's like who like I disease. wonder what, like the end goal is like who are the chosen when it's a third of the population. It's obviously going to be a class issue. It's going yeah. To be the wealthiest, what like, do you get to? What do you get? Like a a golden Wonka ticket to the new future, or what? What's? Are they going to have a whole section of a continent for themselves, or just choose one continent and then the rest of the world will just be their farm and their their waste processing plants? Like, what's the? It's a great question. I Wonder what the goal is, what the end game is.
2: Well, as far as what's the, the class game? system, uh. A lot of people believe that if this were to – if they were to ever achieve their goal and eliminate two-thirds of the population, then there would be – obviously, there would be no middle class. It would just be the the elite of the elite, the the ruling class, and then everybody else. the employees. The employees. And those are – and part is as far as like how you you get chosen to be even in that initial uh, one-third, it would – people who have something to contribute. Smart people, engineers, doctors, scientists. I don't think, I think <laughs> we've made mention of this, but uh, you and I ain't going to make the cut. No,
1: no, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think, uh, I think there's better court jesters out there. Well, that, if, 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 when do people just like take their lives as a strike? Like, if you just have an entire class of people that only serve these, like, yeah, we're all just like, You know what? Fuck you, mass suicide, and watch them struggle. I mean, you wouldn't get to watch them struggle, but some kind of like I'm not doing it. Like, no, I'm not doing it because then who's gonna who's gonna? There there will always have to be some gradient in in classes. If it's all the same, just poverty class. Uh Well, what happens when you don't obey? Who
2: punishes you? The enforcers of the ruling class.
1: But are they rich people or are they still just goons and scabs? Oh, I see what you're saying. Police and their own people. Because that's middle class. I mean, that's like police officers. That's middle class. Yeah. They're ha- like, I don't know how a society can operate without the-, the middle class. Like, they still... I see what you're saying. ...bridge the gap. They're not doing something to make billions of dollars. Yeah. And they're, you know, they provide safety allegedly i guess like like the security force who would be the security forces for just the the elite of the elite huh they must be paid pretty well i mean yeah. we you think about that right now yeah exactly security teams i guess i answered my own question they are the what are they uh, black briar or whatever that i think that was from uh, uh blackwater jason, jason bourne black Water. yeah yeah those are security teams uh-huh. so that is who does that I private they, security well i guess they do make a lot of money yeah but they would be the low end. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. Like, you can't have one of these super – these billionaires aren't going to come yeah. down and get their hands dirty. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Somebody's got to build your house, but you got rid of the artists, you know. Cause yeah. Got, so all the – house, everything's going to look like shit. Yeah. Everything's going to look like Trump Tower. It's like hey, gold
2: because gold's nice, so make it gold. I want to go back to your previous uh, – Statement, where like, how is the globe going to be set up? Let's 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 pretend that they're uh, they've achieved their goal. They've wiped out two thirds of our population. Yeah. Now we're down to I don't know two billion and change. Are they all going to live in one continent, or like is is well, are they going to live in North America or, and then use the other continents for like work camps and
1: well, when you agriculture kill off all the all the population, you probably will like be able to like in in a, in a disturbing positive sense oh you don't have as much industry destroying the ozone like mm-hmm. it's going
2: to improve the environment absolutely that's why i'm all for <laughs> the, the, the irony is i'm the for all this of it, the idea how yeah, doing exactly it. I, just, <laughs> I do think we need a lot less people and, it, and the world would be a better place <laughs> yeah and then if everybody's eliminated already
1: that was what that meth head at the gas station said. Like once everybody gets the feel, but like, <clears throat> so you're still going to keep the poverty, the the, the, the poor people uh-huh. sick and poor. Like they won't get to reap any of the benefits. Uh, I don't know. I think you're still going to have your cities. You're just not going to have the garbage in between them. You're still going to have the coasts where you know millionaires and billionaires live with their mansions. You just Nobody's going to be going to, you know, nobody's going to West Virginia. Yeah. In the New World Order.
2: Well, for natural resources.
1: Well, yeah. So, yeah, you tear up all that stuff. Maybe,
2: you know, five people own a national park now and they live there. Which, by the way, West Virginia takes a lot of shit. I know. I was trying to think of a state. spot. I was going to say Wisconsin. They do have the best biscuit chain in the world, Biscuitville. Biscuitville. It's a regional chain, primarily in West Virginia. There's a few in Pennsylvania, Virginia. But uh All right, well, I'm yeah, yeah, don't, sorry. don't get me started. I'm um, sorry, West
1: Virginia. But no, no, a few states saying. I haven't been to. But I'm thinking, <laughs> like, it's not your go-to destination. Yeah, you know, I
2: get it. Yeah. Well, okay. So in, in your scenario, there are the citizens free to roam. Because I, in my scenario, I don't think they are. I well, think we're we're not allowed to. We don't have a say. We're like America is just going to be, or the world's just going to be one big camp, like martial law. Like I think that's it? I feel like it. If they're going to go to the trouble to exterminate two thirds of the population, that remaining one third, if you're not in that ruling class,
1: I think it's a slow. You're going to do though. what we say. Yeah, I think it's a slow process. You think so? Man, this is getting away. Like now. I just thought, like, oh, that's what they're going to make people zombies. One of their diseases is going to backfire and make zombies and they have to be warden, cordoned off in these areas. <clears throat> I'm just trying to think of what every city would look like with two thirds less population. I mean, yeah. Like, what would you still do? Like, you still have to have employees. You still have to have people working a subway, just a less crowded subway. And, and it's, I guess, it would fall into disrepair if you're not, if the elite rich aren't, maybe maybe that's the, maybe the elite will still be taken care of. Maybe everybody will have just a better standard of living instead of poverty stricken. Everybody starts at the middle class. Uh Maybe that's a shinier way to look at it. Yeah. That because there's less people, everybody gets a bigger piece of the pie.
2: Okay. I like what you're saying. And so
1: even if you're a subway operator, oh, I'm still making $200,000 a year as a subway operator because there's... But then economically doesn't the value of the dollar go down if there's less people or just the value of money if there's less
2: people I, I, I like your I like where you're you going though cuz I automatically look at it from a doom and gloom point of view as far as like all right if we do survive we're going to be in concentration camps and we're not we're going to have any freedom but how where you're that, like how does that
1: benefit You're
0: more utopian
1: Yeah I'm looking at it as, and this is a gross way to look at it, but it's like you're cutting off the dead limb.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, now everything functions better. Yeah, the and crab dead, r- the ripping his limb arm off. In, yeah, in, yeah, it's good. I'm bringing it right back around <laughs> to the crab. The crab knew this thing ain't serving me at all. Get it out of here. Yeah. All I'm doing, like I'm it's just dead weight. My body is just yeah. Tr- it's poisoning the rest of my body now because it's dead. Oh, look now I'm a more a streamlined, more efficient thing. I think yeah, two thirds less people would make up the world a better place. Yeah. You can't kill two thirds of the people though. You can implement these things that you're saying right now, like we uh-huh. war like that's the despicable way of doing it. Although if you're a billionaire elite, uh, you know, from some legacy family going, Yeah, but this is how You've only been taught that you're special your whole life because your family's been special. Like, oh yeah, well this is how we save society is mm-hmm. by killing some of it off. Yeah, and it's a cold blooded way of thinking, but I can see how el- elitists who aren't in the trenches don't know what like, poverty and don't know the good people you can meet anywhere in the world can be like, well, gotta got get rid of them. Yeah, it's like how you lay it's like how you lay employees off to save a company.
2: Yeah. <sighs> oh well. Those are some examples of, uh, or not examples, but overall concepts of how they're going to go about this depopulation thing. In the meantime, how else is the New World Order controlling our day-to-day lives? Okay, big picture stuff. Well, these seem kind of obvious, but uh, just to kind of point them out and uh, kind of uh, see exactly how they're controlling us. You can really uh, narrow it down to like three different categories: educational system, financial system, and healthcare system.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, uh, this is something I didn't poor, even realize. Sick and
1: dumb. Keep them poor, sick, and dumb.
2: Exactly, poor, sick, and dumb. And man, I didn't. I'm a product of the Georgia public school system. Not until I became a uh, mildly self-educated adult, you know. Where you know, as a teenager, all I cared about was. Football and Pantera yeah. But you know as an adult Hopefully you evolve a little And you start realizing How little you know I, My education sucked Public education There's so much I didn't learn And it, and part of it was due to my own Negligence and just kind of spacing it's off It's a
1: terrible time cause That's when you're the most susceptible to learning But you don't want to
2: Yeah <laughs> And I'll take most of the blame as far as just being a dipshit teenager, mm-hmm. but now it's like, no, no, I was, we never even talked about A, B, C, or D, like so many huge things, mm-hmm. you know, world history, things like that, like, wow, you know, we never talked about that in school. And it's amazing how much you don't know if you, <laughs> if you went to public school. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, well, that's, I mean, that's a recurring theme is that we don't know shit. It's not
1: going to stop us from talking about things yeah.
2: with uh, unearned confidence. <clears throat> But part of uh, the, the the motivation between, behind the NWA's running of the educational system, they want you to memorize without learning and obey without thinking, and that's essentially what our educational system is. Yeah, you know, memorize, just yeah, the memorize the shit. Education. Yeah, education and and just obey without thinking. Just okay, yeah, just. And that's, that's do, what they want Do
1: you think the educational systems like that already Because teachers are already put upon enough To get kids to pass class Like just memorize these five things And the NWO is just like Well that's going, that's going the way we want Like they don't even have a hand in it They're like eh that's working out over there I
2: mean could be but So that's how they do it via education um, Financial systems mm-hmm. Put into play I mean think about Just the struggles that the majority, I'll, I'll say, of Americans deal with as far as just gotta work so I can pay my bills. You know, gotta work mm-hmm. so I can pay. My, you know, gotta gotta have a house so I can work, and I work because I, you know, just yeah. just that cycle.
1: Cash advance, just irresponsibility you know, with money. If
2: think about the way it's kind of set up, and not to sound too. Uh, Left wing as far as, like, why do they have all the money? But, like, CEOs of these corporations make millions upon millions while everybody else in that company is barely afforded a living wage. Like, I mean, granted, there's disparity, you know, climbing the ladder and middle management, stuff like that. But as far as an overall concept, the the, the CEOs just making crazy amounts of money running a company that's employed by – primarily mm-hmm. minimum wage or close to minimum wage workforce. Yeah. And
1: I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's weird when you get into like, there's still people that are middle management. Like you think of like, okay, say like a Taco Bell, like, oh, people work at the Taco Bell. There's a manager at the Taco Bell. There's a regional yeah. manager who actually probably has a college degree, makes a few bucks. And then there's somebody like, oh, I'm working at Taco Bell corporate. And they're, yeah. you know, there's still <laughs> are these weird uh <coughs> You don't think of middle management at Taco Bell, but yeah, there. there. There's somebody in an office that gets paid by Taco Bell.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, essentially that's set up so that the workers, they don't have time for anything else, like spiritual enlightenment or introspection or critical thinking. Just You just work. You just produce. Yeah. Well, you Don't don't think. Well, you used to have that old saying when we talk about, like, part-time jobs and comedy. What was yeah. your thing? You can have. I
1: was being about. Oh, if I could just like I liked physical labor. Yeah, you can have my body, but
2: you can't have my brain. Yeah,
1: my brain's like, "Oh, I can do whatever I want with my brain. I can have any thought I want. I can write down new comedy ideas." Yeah. by doing manual labor, don't don't make me just <clears throat> minimally use my brain. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, see, you're kind of taking the opposite approach. You know, it's like, "Oh, uh, you can have my body so I can at least use my brain to think about stuff, but Yeah. I would think a lot of the uh, workforce it's just you know, they're not <laughs> when you're sitting there at some job just toiling away 50 hours a week separating plastic spoons in a yeah. factory you're not uh, using that mental time to
1: <laughs> well but or maybe but if I mean, you some are people smart, are smart you pr- you're probably depressed
2: mhm
1: and if you're smart you're going to try and get a better job I mean, exactly so i don't think that's like it's not like they're beating you down yeah nobody's forcing you to stay dumb though
2: <laughs> that's true
1: like the knowledge is out there uh-huh. now if it's not from a, a accredited university like oh i didn't get knowledge within this uh regiment that gives me a college degree well where does that get to where can you put that to use i mm-hmm. mean just being a better person and trying to get out in the world like trying to make the world a better place but oh i didn't get a college degree. there's plenty of brainiacs that didn't go to college and, of course you know they have a harder time getting through those doors but nobody's Nobody's forcing you to be stupid. They're not making it easy for you. They're not making it exciting to learn. Yeah. You know, that's what I felt in high
2: school. (laughs) Well, think about this. Like, as far as maybe the archaic nature of our educational system, especially now when technology is at its peak and we have access to literally almost Mm. any information you could even think of, we have access to it via Google. Yeah. but it's not in the nwo's best interest for society to break off from this old educational system as far as go to school go to college yeah. get a job like what if there's just rogue academia like what if people just oh i don't i can i can educate myself via all these channels yeah with the technology and the internet and whatever but like NWA, NWO doesn't want you to do that. They want you to fall in line yeah. and, and go through this protocol that we've set up. Yeah. And, I mean, you probably see it every day now with, with tech companies and stuff, people breaking off from that. Like, no, I don't need a college degree to become a millionaire.
0: Yeah. Like s- a tech
1: company, those are the most important. Like, somebody, like, no, give me your computer. Look what I can do with it. Yeah. Give me a job. Yeah. Like that probably did a good thing for you. Yeah, like, you don't need the college education but <laughs> when you're – because you were twelve with a computer and you figured out how to hack into
2: it. Yeah, exactly. So that's a threat to the NWO's agenda. And then lastly, healthcare system. Just, I mean,
1: that was a, a listener wrote in. Was thinking like maybe that repealing Obamacare was another sort of population control. Like, no, you need to stay sick. Mm-hmm. You need to stay. then that would go into financial also. Yeah. Oh, I I broke my leg. Well, you don't have insurance. So that's $20,000 you owe us that you can't pay. Like, that keeps people down. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. It's really, (laughs) if you think too too heavy on this, it's a real bummer.
1: Population control is (laughs) horrible and also necessary for the survival of the planet. Yeah. Uh. I think it's just like, wow, just, I just don't see, like, I don't know why there has to, like, I got to have kids. I got to keep my, like, why are you so special? Why is you? Why are you so special? That's your family. Are you kid? Your kids are gonna cure cancer? No, they're gonna fuck off at a liberal arts college, just like
2: Weald. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> but I'm whole... glad
1: I'm here. So I'm glad my parents didn't think that. Like, why do we need to have kids? They did, and I'm having a pretty good time. So
2: <laughs> I, I think about that all the time. Yeah, I'm glad my parents had kids, but yeah. I don't. I don't want to. I mean. This could be a whole nother discussion, but like, just the concept that you've got to procreate and have a family to to have an identity and or to have yeah. to find happiness. Like,
1: yeah, it shows off an idea of success, and
2: but and I get that this is this way, but like to be a good parent, you have to essentially stop living your life. Not. I mean, it's an obvious cliche, but you give up on your dreams. And I, think goals. Would, I think
1: it would help to have a parent here to counter, mm-hmm. uh, true counterpoint this discussion. But, yeah, for me, I don't want kids because I realize, and I refuse to say it's selfish. Some people are like, I don't want to have kids because I'm selfish. No. If I, want, if I had a kid and I'm still living this way, then that's selfish. Yeah. But that's why I'm not having a kid. I'm not selfish now. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm aware that I don't want to have a child. And I, the stuff I would have to sacrifice for a child, I don't want to do that. That's not selfish now. That's just being aware and being smart about it. Yeah. I don't like that you have to call yourself selfish if you don't want kids. Well, I think having kids at some point, how many, whatever TLC show they'll throw at you if you, uh, you know, bore out your vagina by dumping eight kids out at once. I'm like, well, here's your TV show and you can tuck your vagina into your pant leg now because you just blew it out with your fertility drugs and that's a sick... Look, look, Boy, eight kids. Fucking, you just ruined part of the earth. You ruined eight. You don't need eight.
2: No, you don't need eight. You
1: don't need eight of them. Or whichever other show. Like, they're celebrating. Like, it's child abuse at that point. Like, at what point does that become child abuse where you can't Be attentive. You have eight
2: plits, whatever. You can't be attentive psychologically, and I'm sure there's been studies done on this, but like the psychological makeup of a of a person who is one of twelve children Mm -hmm. who had eleven siblings, as opposed to the person who had one or two or none. Yeah, you know, as far as the attention, the emotional attention they received, you can't. Maybe they do. I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe they do.
2: I don't know. But I don't see how you could. It seems. It seems kind of abusive. To I don't you. have one cat because I don't think currently I'm prepared to take care of one. I don't think you, how do you do? Cats can ten, take care of themselves. Ten children, ten, five children, three, two children. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're <laughs> kind of veering off, but yeah, that's how they're doing it, man. They're doing it with the educational system, the like financial popu- system, and the health system. That is system. like
1: population control, though. Yeah, you got
2: twelve kids it's not
1: going to go great for those 12 kids. You got two kids. You could pay attention to them, uh-huh. take care of their needs and everything. That's a popular. You got however many billion on earth right now. It's not doing good for all of them. You yeah. cut that number down. You can give the attention, to the individuals but theoretically. Ah, whatever. We ain't fucking fixing anything here, Dave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how they're doing it, man. And, and, and we mentioned this from the get go. This is uh, this topic. It, I mean, it just goes so about this. deep. It, it's going on. It's an ongoing. S- so many layers. So much stuff we didn't even get to. The Council on Foreign Relations, which uh, some people think is a secret. Uh, there's an anagram in there. Is that an anagram? No, that's not. Yeah. Where the letters are? Yeah. yeah, Carnegie, Ford, Rockefeller, CFR, Council on Foreign. Is if you
1: anything? get, if we get to that level of looking for anagrams for conspiracies like is that still like oh we're the wealthiest families in the world let's do a
0: fun thing with our
1: names (laughs) where we change the letters around (laughs) let's just let's just lay it out there in the most in the dumbest way possible. like would we switch the letters with council of foreign affairs that sounds great that sounds like a real thing they'll never know Oh, that's, that's funny! A bit juvenile, front of <laughs> leaders of the new world order to just be dropping little clues. No, no, no turn the symbol upside down. Oh, yeah. That's I, my, but well, that that's is my, the thing. That's my face.
2: Ooh. Man, we didn't even get to this, but like symbolism, like uh, even on our money, all the crazy Illuminati. Symbolism, the all-seeing eye oh, the on the pyramid, to stone Oh my face. god, it's crazy. Dollar bill, the dollar bill. But seriously, think about it. Yeah, there's some crazy shit going on in a dollar bill. I don't know, man. And all the there's a lot of the symbolism is used all over the world. All the you see buildings, you see these buildings where it's got a weird. Like, what the hell does that mean? It's like some Mason symbol or some. Oh, yeah, you know shit's out there man but
1: then i think they're they're obviously that, yeah that's a symbol of masonry. i don't think it's a secret
2: yeah but i i think that's how they do it though like even the masons like oh we're masons but so much more yeah you know we're we're no we're you think we're doing this Pay attention, but we're just putting bricks down on top yeah, of each other yeah yeah to to see here like well <laughs> these secrets they, we wouldn't even get into the uh hegelian dialectic uh, it might be a three part. Yeah, we might have a three part. Or, may, or maybe just come back to it at some
1: point. Yeah, new <laughs> world order ain't go nowhere. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, if, if you want to research this, uh, German philosopher uh, Georg Hegel. Uh, it's like George without the the e on the end. Georg Hegel, uh, late yeah, 1700s. George. <laughs> he was well. He, they pronounce it Georg. Uh, he, he developed the Illuminati's game plan uh, called the Hegelian <laughs> dialectic which is kind of a three-tier thing where they, the government or the NWO creates a problem. They, they come up with a reaction to get the desired solution that they want. And you, If you really diagram this, I mean, you could apply this Hegelian dialectic to uh, every war that's in the last yeah. 300 years. Yeah. You know, as far as like – I don't have time it's to go September into it
1: September 11th was fake, so we can get into the Middle East. Gulf of Tonkin was how we can get into Vietnam. Yeah. Pearl Harbor was uh, known about... I don't know if that was full deep, like, allowed to happen, but I think they ignored some intelligence yeah. so we can
2: get into World War II. Yep. Because once you realize that the elite's all on the same team, man, yeah. then you realize that uh, the <laughs> game sh- has been changed.
1: There's still uh. There's still a football
2: commissioner, right? Football commissioner? Yeah. Uh, Roger Goodell.
1: So he's just in charge of all football. Uh-huh. So as long as the football teams are playing <laughs> against each other, he's still going to win.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I see? Yeah.
1: Looking at it from a from fan's point of view. Okay. Oh, our team has to win. He's just like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I just want people to watch football.
2: It's true. Good metaphor, Kyle. Good metaphor, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know you're trying to make a metaphor about one thing you don't know about? Use another thing you don't know about to as a metaphor for the other thing. Dumb asshole. The <laughs> world looks uh, like football. Oh boy, would you step in here, Kyle?
2: Um switching gears, something completely irrelevant. We're talking about the Twitter dynamics. Oh yeah. Uh what is the deal? Uh. <laughs> What's the deal? Uh, no, seriously. What is the deal with uh, have you Have you experienced this? And not to get too inside baseball here, because mm-hmm. we deal with uh, comedians a lot. But uh, some comedians will follow and unfollow you on purpose, just so that'll pop up. Hey, Kyle Kanain is now following you. you. Yeah, that popped up three months ago. You mentioned that, and I think I know. I didn't realize that's what they were doing. Was unf- just so like you, so you notice so you'll notice and then be like, oh, Kyle's
1: following me. I better follow him back. That's signal boost. It's they're just trying to. I think having followers on Twitter is still what's important, you know?
2: Well, maybe if you say something worth a fuck, I'll follow you. Just arbitrarily collecting followers. But just be funny. Yeah, be it's, interesting. It's I, don't, I, don't, somebody, I don't give a shit.
1: Yeah, I had somebody think that I didn't like them because I unfollowed them on Twitter. I'm like, no, you suck on Twitter.
0: Like, yeah.
2: <clears throat> this isn't
1: real. Like, it's, 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 it's too important to some people.
2: But that's what happened a lot to me. Like yeah. multiple people following and unfollowing me and I'm assuming like oh just so, oh and a lot of times the same people will have they'll be following 30,000 people. Oh yeah. Well that's
1: that's yeah. basic rules of arguing at least on Twitter take a minute to go look at the person's account who's yep. trolling you. Yeah. And if it's all they're just constantly just no no we're talking about this before. No original tweets just tweeting at people hoping for a response. Zero, like no followers, a lot of tweets. Like leave them alone. They got free time and they're assholes, and this is all they live for—is to ah. just argue on Twitter. Jeez. And if you have, yeah, Twitter tweets versus followers—it's how much you're talking versus how many people are listening. So yeah. Use that ratio. Yeah. And whenever somebody has like, oh, I've got thirty thousand. Like when they have that many followers, like or like that, they are following thirty thousand people, and then they surprisingly have forty thousand followers. It's like, yeah. Because it's just people just follow back automatically. Yeah. It's dumb. It's now a we, dumb necessity in this thing we're doing.
2: That we're tackling the real issues here. Yeah, you know, can't all be
1: keeping global poverty so we can eliminate the population. Some of it's just uh, mundane bullshit.
2: I watched uh, 20 Minutes of La La Land yesterday. You, yeah. l- you lent me that screen, or did you see that yet? I watched it. Man, musicals would be great if they were 15 minutes long. Yeah. I get bored after 15 minutes. Just, all right, oh, you're singing it again.
1: You know what? I I I I know everybody's like it's all oh, the awards and people are upset that it's, I don't I don't have a discerning but I can watch comedy and pick apart why it's good or bad and some music I can pick apart why it's good or bad. But movies, I'm just like, look at all these people got together and made a movie. Good job. Yeah. And then if I like it, it's important to the world, whether yeah. I like it or not. No. <laughs> I don't get – I thought it was
2: fine. I thought it was a fine film. I, I, I wish I liked musicals more. I like the concept. I don't mind people singing and dancing, but it just doesn't hold my attention very if you long. you go see them, I always thought that, like, oh, well, they, singing and dancing in the real world, it's not – that's silly. But then you go
1: see one live and you're like, oh, that's a so much production, like so much effort and production
2: to put those on. I'm like,
1: oh, I'm, I'm just impressed – by the by the
2: display of it all yeah I don't like people singing in the real world
1: I have a problem with whistlers
2: yeah whistlers I don't see too many people just singing I see every now and then you'll see people like in their ear you know with their earbuds on um, like yeah. singing like you're not uh, just knock it off no one wants well, to hear you sing
1: <clears throat> yeah la has a, a, a solid. Lot of like uh, Better act like a star If I want to be a star So look at me li- Look at me Dancing like nobody's watching Ugh. We're watching and Knock you, it off
2: And you know we are <clears throat> Yeah Ugh.
1: Hopefully you're a producer what? I, Yeah I don't care about that I, I don't like really good whistlers
2: Yeah I've never been able to whistle very well
1: I can't whistle But like when somebody's good at whistling And they're whistling in public I was like I despise it I would rather than being a shitty whistler Because that would be funny
2: I don't like uh, recreational whistlers. I do like functional whistlers. All right, now we're getting into uh, the guy that can curious about that can oh. call his dog from the front porch oh, with the okay. where he sticks the two fingers in his mouth and oh,
1: okay, like an emergency. Whistle. Yeah, like <laughs> sure you know sure. one of
2: those. I wish I could do that. I'd yeah. be I'd be sending out calls all the time.
1: That's like yeah, good at that. I mean, like whistling yeah. a tune, yeah. in line somewhere like knock it
2: It's off. annoying.
1: It's just the same as like carrying a. A boom bo- boombox.
2: The kids have boombox. I think so. Yeah.
1: Who are I you? Don't know what I'm Who are
2: you, Radio right? Rahim? Uh, I'm just. I'm trying to fight through this angle. It's all right, buddy. Well, I think we got into it uh, a little bit today. Uh, still, a lot of unanswered questions.
1: There always will be, per usual. I don't think. Uh, I think some listeners had emailed in some good. The guy about like maybe Obamacare repealing Obamacare is, uh, you know, population control. I appreciate that. Somebody sent something in. We'll get into this in another episode about Polybius. Huh. It's a video game that showed up in, allegedly, a video game, arcade game that showed up in Portland in the 80s and it was giving people like headaches and seizures and then they took it away and nobody's found it since. Wow. There's only one. And I forget who sent that in, but thank you. That like That's the kind of stuff, like, oh, this is a weird little quirky story that it might be a hoax, but it might be, it's worth looking into. Yeah. But thank you for that. Thank you for sending stuff in, and
2: uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go eat some bread. You're gonna eat some bread. Something, man. I don't I don't feel good. That's okay. Soup. Oh, I you need soup. bread for the hang- for the hangover. Yeah, yeah. Not like artisanal.
1: <laughs> oh boy, bread day. <laughs> I just mean just maintenance. Just okay, structural repairs. Well,
2: take it easy. Take it easy when you're out there on the town.
1: Yeah,
2: you're not a young man anymore, Kyle.
1: I will. Do we have a comic of the week? Do we want to plug something? Anybody?
2: We do have a comic of the week. Who is it? Very excited about this one. A lot of times we uh, we throw out names that um, a lot of comedy fans are familiar with, mm. you know, because they have a body of work. But uh, this fella has uh, been the best kept secret in Atlanta. Until now, he's got his first album coming out. Hell yeah. My good buddy Paul Galois. Paul Galois. Mm-hmm. That's spelled G-A-L-L-O-I-S. Paul Galois. I guess that's French. Uh, Maybe the funniest son of a bitch I've ever met. Yeah. I say it a lot. Paul's just, and you know Paul. You've met Paul. Just, oh my God. He, uh... He looks just like me. Yep, we used to get uh, confused all the time when I lived in Atlanta. We, I mean,
1: I would, I think, early on, I was confused. Yeah,
2: we, he he does look like a pretty identical twin. Um, also. Took over my job when I moved away from Atlanta. At the I, I used I was the first comic to work at the Albert, uh-huh. slinging barbecue, smoking barbecue all day. Uh, I got Paul my job when I left, and he's been there ever since, just kicking ass. He's one half <laughs> of uh, Kings Barbecue, who we've talked uh-huh. about between him and uh, Craig Holzer. But anyway, uh, what's so funny about Paul is. I'm not going to say he doesn't care about comedy because he he does he he cares about the craft but like yeah. he's a barbecue dude he's like nah I'm, I'm, comedy's kind of a I, I don't want to call it a side thing for him but he's obviously got other interests and in, you like know
1: Atlanta has a lot of dudes that like they're dabbling and they're better at comedy exactly than, that's than what's, than what's
2: people crazy people out there he's he's not even jumped into the deep end yet. Yeah. And he's still just amazing. He's just I don't know how to describe him. You gotta get his album, Man of Flavor, is the new album. Comes out Friday, March third. So it's not out when this episode drops, but in a few days on March third, you can get it. Just uh I don't know how to describe Paul. Just uh he's kind of uh he's got kind of a quiet swagger about him. Yeah. Like he's not a super high energy guy, but just some of the funniest, very uh logical comedian, like makes great points. Yeah. And just Funny premises, funny jokes. Confident dude. Just a confident, just quiet yeah. confidence. Real, like,
1: a real. I got this attitude. I stage, got this, I like a
2: lot, Yeah, man. just so damn funny. Uh, and I've heard this album. Uh, it was recorded at our my beloved Star Bar, mm-hmm. and it's on uh, Rodney's got his own record label now. Rod- nice. Rodney Presents Records. Nice. Uh, they put out a few. I think Chalet with Sharp's album was on there. A uh, few others that are in the works. But uh, check out Paul Galois, Man of Flavor. I guarantee you won't be disappointed. Seriously, somebody get it and holler back at me and tell me how much you enjoy this damn album. Cause, and I won't, he's got so many jokes that I know and love, but I won't do them here.
1: Holler back at Dave.
2: Yeah, let me know what you think, old Paul Galois. I got a feeling. Uh, if you like, if you kind of like our sensibility, if you listen to this, if you like uh-huh. a little bit of my stand-up, a little bit of Kyle's stand-up, you're definitely going to like Paul's stand-up. So, uh, Funny dude, that's our comic of the week. What else, buddy? Anything to plug? Uh, I think this will come out. I'm still going to be in Jersey. Okay.
1: St. Patrick's Day weekend. (laughs) Everybody please come out to the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, St. Patrick's Day weekend. Okay. Get out there. I need you. I need you. Oh, these club dates. They can go on. St. Patrick's Day. God damn it. (sighs) All right. Come on out, everybody. Oh,
2: <laughs> uh, well, that's good. Go see Kyle. I don't, I don't
1: need the food gifts like Dave because my diet, I'm back to my specific <laughs> gout friendly diet, so don't worry about it.
2: Yeah, and I've got to really focus on this keto thing. So uh, if you're coming <laughs> to my shows, I still want you to bring food, but uh, just meat. Just bring Dave some meat. Meat and whiskey. All right. Bring me meat and whiskey. And, I mean, I can eat vegetables, too, but that's kind of lame to bring me up.
1: Waste of time.
2: Here's a here's a bag of frozen broccoli. Enjoy your show.
1: Put that in your cup. <laughs> okay, you got anything to plug
2: there, Dan? Uh, I don't really have anything to plug. He got nothing. Nope, nope. We're, we're going to go. All right. Bye-bye. The
0: Boogie Monster.